You're listening to Bull and Dave's Excellent Podcast, Chicago's Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bull and Dave Show or Facebook.com forward slash The Bull and Dave Show. Buckle up, bitches. It's about to get juicy. This is episode number 76, Bill and Dave's Excellent Podcast. Dave flying solo this time around. Uh, That is a song called Patient, Patient by Stellar West, which is a band just outside of Chicago. Local band, local boys. uh, That's off their Kermit the Fraud CD. Uh, it's an EP, actually, and you can check them out on Instagram. That's where we found them. Uh, they, they gave us a follow. We obviously followed back because they're super talented. So check them out at Stellar West Official on Instagram or StellarWestOfficial.com is their website. And go see them. Go see them. Support local music. We're big fans. It's uh, awesome. Uh, yeah, so lots going on in Chicago. If you're in town in the coming weeks, we got Lollapalooza next weekend. I'm looking forward to it. We'll be there all four days, so keep an eye out for the Bill and Dave's excellent hand fans. Keep cool with our hand fans. This is uh, five years strong. I think we're doing hand fans out there, so keep an eye out. If you see somebody uh, walking around with one, uh, give them a high five, say what's up. Also, uh, coming up next month, I guess September, Riot Fest. Check out that lineup. The the lineup, uh, the daily lineup just came out, so it's definitely worth a look. Uh, we've got a huge guest. Uh, really excited to talk to our guest on the phone this week, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. So, yeah, let's go to the phones. All right, we've got our guest on the phone, Chicago-born, which we love. We love that here in Chicago. We love to hear that. He's an actor whose credits are longer than a CVS receipt. I'll say that. <laughs> He's been in everything, um, and I can't wait. This is this is what I've been really excited about. Um, Sam? Sam, the actor, the director, the writer, Sam Ingrafia, how are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you very much. Well, thank you uh, for great, doing the great show. Great intro. I, I love the Chicago reference. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, we love that. You know, it, it's it's not often that, that, you know, we always try to look for a Chicago tie, and it's not often it's uh, the first sentence in your in uh, an IMDb profile, so that's awesome. Right. So. Uh, I guess welcome home to a point. I know you're in L.A., but we appreciate right. you calling in. Oh, no problem. It's just great. Great yeah. talking with you. Yeah, so uh, we're, we, we've got you on. I know you're out promoting. Uh, you've, you've got a role in the upcoming horror movie, UZLA, um, right. which is pretty exciting, and uh, I'm looking forward to 
talking to you about that a little bit, and, and I do want to get to that um, because it's written and directed by Dallas King, who was a producer on the Bill Murray Experience, and we had Sad, uh, Sadie Katz on from the Bill oh, Murray cool. Experience. So yeah, so it's a kind yeah. of a cool little connection there. Yeah. Um, so uh, we got we got to talk about Chicago. I know you were born here, raised I in was. L.A., correct? Were you raised in L.A.? Uh, yeah, I was pretty young when my parents moved uh, out here. My grandmother and grandfather lived in L.A., so uh, my grandmother was ill at the time. And so my mom uh, moved uh, with my dad to, to help her, and I came along. And we just stayed here. My dad kind of fell in love with uh, Southern California. Not to rap Chicago, but <laughs> my father had gotten very tired of the cold winters. And uh, he was out here, I believe the first time they came out, it was in May. And it was just, it was like 78 degrees and no humidity oh. and the ocean. And he just, I remember, I was pretty small, but I remember him saying, why am I going back to Chicago? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> and and that was it. He just he just couldn't deal with the, the cold any longer. And, um, and his, you know, his 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 wife uh, kind of fell in love with the two and we we stayed and oh, so i went to high that. school i went to high school out here and i went to college here and went to graduate school here so although i've been back numerous times to chicago i i think i kind of have to say i'm an la guy now because i've lived most of my adult life here so it's uh, i don't know if nope. i can get away with nope. saying i'm a chicago guy nope we're claiming <laughs> we're claiming you we're claiming okay. you so right. no nope. no nope. right. you're a chicago guy <laughs> uh, <laughs> um no so uh this is kind of a, an intriguing thing for me too is i mean obviously okay you grow up in la it's easy to kind of get the acting bug out there obviously but you didn't study well you studied political science and finance correct correct yeah huh? i was uh, I, I went to ucla and i i graduated with a degree in political science and then i was debating whether i was going to go to law school because my brother went to law school and i was debating whether i was going to go to law school or get an mba in finance and i opted to get uh, to go to business graduate school and uh i was in graduate school and uh, a friend of mine who was just starting off as a theater director called me and basically said um i have this teeny part in this play and i can't cast it would you help me out and do the role for like a week till i can get a real actor to step in <laughs> and i had a break from classes and i was like yeah sure okay and i I'd, I'd always loved movies and I, like everybody my age i grew up watching television when you came home from school um but i just didn't think it was much of a reality to pursue a career in show business because my family didn't have any connections to show business we didn't have any friends that were even remotely connected to show i think we're the only people who lived in la who had no connections <laughs> at all to show business and so uh my friend asked me if i'd fill this uh, role for him and i said yeah sure it might be fun okay i'll try it and uh i showed up and um it was like uh oh this is scary because i really like doing this and about two weeks later i went to back to graduate school and i stuck around for about a month and i i quit and that was a long time ago. And for the most part, I have no regrets uh, about quitting graduate school and pursuing a career in, in acting and writing. But yeah, that so I, I had kind of a bizarre entrance into show business, but I, I, I kind of hit the ground running as soon as I got I, as soon as I said I was going to do it. I instantly started taking acting classes and I was pretty fortunate. I, I got an agent pretty quickly and started working pretty quickly so um so it was good 
Yeah, and 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 I'm not kidding when when I say that your your filmography. I mean, if you you can just look on IMDb, which is God love that website. I I go yeah, on IMDb for everything, yeah. but um, yeah. I mean, it, it goes way back, and I mean, there's like things things that you probably <laughs> didn't even think of maybe when you were just getting into it. But I, you know, I I was uh, I was reading that you got tossed around by. Lou Ferrigno in the Hulk, and I, I did, I did. I actually was. I mean, it's one of those moments where it says in the script, my character is supposed to be pulled out of a car window by the Incredible Hulk, and so I'm, I'm not a stuntman, and I, I thought, oh, okay, well, you know, they'll put me in the car, and then Lou will come over and grab me by the shoulders, and we'll tussle around a little bit, and then they'll cut, and they'll put the stunt double in. <laughs> and and the and I so we set up the shot and I say I say to the director, so when are you going to cut and put my stunt double in? And he's like, oh, we're not going to. We're, it'll be much more effective because he'll pull you out of the window and the camera will be right on your face and it'll it'll be you know you'll and try to look really scared. And I'm like, uh, well, that's not going to be a stretch. And it's it's probably one of my best performances because. <laughs> He's just yanking me out. Of, I'm trying not to get impaled by the steering wheel and, you know, bang my head on, on the window. And I, I played a lot of bad guys uh, in television. And, and, you know, if you can't be the star of the show, the next best thing is to be the bad guy. But the problem is the bad guy always has to get his come up. And so you either get shot or stabbed or thrown downstairs or whatever. And, and there's a, I have a lot of parts of my body that now kind of creak when they move oh i'm sure after, after having been banged around for a number of years well, well i know i met uh lou ferrigno in vegas he was doing some kind of promotional thing uh, uh -huh. earlier this year and i mean he's a giant man still today so i can imagine oh, yeah. how giant of a man he was when he was the he's, a, he's a big boy yeah he was he the big joke was every every day when i would show up on the set when there's a, I'd go to the craft services table to get a donut or a cup of coffee, and he would be there, and he would stand. He'd point out to the crew people, if I stand in front of Sam, you can't even see him. Oh, <laughs> it was like, you know, and uh, after the third day, you know, crew guys are like, yeah, yeah, we get, we get it. <laughs> yeah. Sam's substantially smaller than you are. We, we we get it. All right, you don't have to show us every day. Well, yeah, but it was yeah. <laughs> well, that that sometimes makes for a good bad guy because I mean, look at Lex Luthor and Superman. You know, it was. Uh... Yeah, well, that's I I always played kind of uh you know high energy high strung kind of uh, guys who are a little rabid as far as being like killers and so it actually worked well for me um i'm a little bit heavier now i'm i'm about 165 now but when i started as an actor i probably laid 150 oh, wow. so i was pretty i was pretty lean because i'm six feet tall and so it, it worked because I was this kind of wiry guy that was very intense and had a lot of energy. So it, it worked for playing kind of crazed bad guys. And, and, and I played a lot of them. Well, well and, and now you are in a very small club because not only did you get tossed around by Lou Ferrigno, but I, I was reading, too, that you got tossed around by Lee Majors a little bit. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was another another great high moment in my career where... I'm I'm playing a bank robber and I'm making my escape in a helicopter. And again, I read the script. This was a little further along in my career, so I kind of was a little more hip to it. But they have a helicopter. It's on the back lot at Universal, and they have a helicopter parked on 
on a platform about eight feet off the ground. And the shot is I'm supposed to be in the helicopter and I'm yelling at the guy to take off, take off. And Lee climbs up on the side of it and grabs me and throws me out of the helicopter. And again, this is where the director goes, oh, it's going to be great. We're going to have a camera on a crane and you're going to come flying out of the helicopter and your face will come right at the camera and try to look scared. (laughs) And And I remember I said to Lee, you know, you've done a lot of stunts, man. You got any tips? And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll grab you and you jump. <laughs> that, was, that was, And of course, the problem is, so I, I do it. And I'm like so proud of myself that I don't kill myself. And I think, oh, I look pretty good. And then the director goes, yeah, that was great. So let's do it again. And <laughs> oh, man. another and take. We oh, ended no. up, yeah, we ended up doing it like six times. And the next day, I felt like I had been run over by a truck. It oh, was like. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean that's one of the, that's kind of good news, bad news of playing bad guys for a lot of years is, you know, you get nice coverage and people notice you in the show, but you do get uh, I have you know cracked teeth and a few scars and I guess I said joints that kind of creak a little bit now from uh, from doing it for a while. <laughs> and and I want to make sure we get in this this uh, your website salmongraphia yeah. com. Uh, that's where you can go. I it's it's Sam and Graffy on in, on Instagram and Twitter as well. But if you go to the website, you can click all the links and all the socials and find him there. Um, but there's a lot of really cool uh, just just some some any anything that he's working on. Check it out. Uh, Sam and dot com. It's really easy. We'll make sure we put it on the on the show page. Um, and so I want to make sure we get that in there. One interesting thing that that I read about yeah was that you studied under Lee Strasberg, who was. I did, yeah, yeah. I was very, I was very fortunate. Um, he, I, I, I was in L.A. and he basically was only in New York. And then he began to split his time between the two coasts. And he was six months in L.A. and six months in New York. So I was fortunate enough to study with him uh, in L.A. And that was really a, a, a very cool experience. I, I, I really enjoyed that. There were a lot of interesting characters in the class and uh again because i didn't come from a background where i had done uh theater in school and, and theater in college and um you know i work with a lot of young actors and they're theater majors or film majors in college and you know and they ask me well you know what did you study in college i'm like well i I was a political science major so i can talk to you about about nietzsche and i can talk to you about all the political theory and uh, the the chinese revolution and the french revolution Uh, but i i never learned stage combat combat or fencing or costuming or any of that kind of stuff so i again i had kind of a, a, a strange introduction but it was great working with lee because it was such a great tool to have, particularly when you're doing television. With film uh, and when you're doing theater, I've done a lot of theater also, you have time to rehearse and the process is slower. Um, So in a a play, you have six weeks to rehearse to find your character and get your dialogue and kind of find all the subtleties that you want to bring to it. And with a film, there might be two months of pre-production and and uh, maybe a, a couple of weeks of rehearsal and then when you're actually on the set shooting you know they'll do 
10, 12, 15 takes. Well, television is a completely different animal because lots of times you drive into the lot, you park your car, you walk to the sound stage, and the director goes, oh, hey, Sam, this is Bob. He's playing your father. <laughs> and, uh, and you've hated him for your entire life. And uh, now, uh, so uh, are you ready to do it? <laughs> and so you have to kind of bring it with you when you come. Um, and that was the great thing about studying the Strasbourg is there were so many exercises that allowed you to really get in touch with genuine emotion sure. so that you could play moment to moment and react to then and listen and, and, you know, really kind of tune into the other actor. But you could also create genuine organic emotion, uh, sensory uh, exercises to kind of really kind of ramp it up and not just have to pretend that you were really feeling anger for this person. Yeah, I, I feel like when you when you watch, you know, anything, whether it's a TV show or a movie, you, you can tell when 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 they're in the moment. Right. And not yeah. thinking about their next line, you know, and, and I yeah, think that makes yeah. a big difference in a scene for sure. And it also comes with with relaxation where you know you see a lot of young actors that haven't had much experience in front of a camera and that was one of the things that was a, a kind of a nice learning process for me because when i started i have a lot of energy and and i was very committed <laughs> to being to being an actor and you have to kind of learn that the camera does a lot of the work that you internalize uh, the emotion and the camera will find it you don't have to really push it and sell it. It's not like doing a stage play where somebody who's 200 yards or 300 yards away has to see and hear you. Um, one of the first jobs I got was on, on Heart to Heart, and I was working with Robert Wagner. And I thought when I was doing the scene, the first scene I did was, and I'm thinking, man, he's doing absolutely nothing. Like I'm like blowing him off the off the screen here. You know, I mean, what what's going on? And then, sh sure enough, when I saw the show. He looked so relaxed and so believable and so in the moment, and and I was chewing the scenery. So it's it's again it's a it's a, a little bit of craft. It's a little bit of experience. It's a little bit of trusting yourself that you can do this uh, competently. And so it's it's a process. Sure, sure, and and uh, I, I noticed too, and and, and this might be. Maybe none of my business, but I have a feeling I, I know what happened here. I noticed, you know, I'm going through the different projects, and I mean, there's everything from Murder She Road to obviously The Incredible Hulk and, and, and everything in between. But then there was like a 10 year gap between like 95 and 05. Did you step away? Were you doing some more theater than television and film? Well, actually, what happened was um, I was writing. Oh. Um, I, 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 it's kind of, again, my career has been such that. You know, I make all these plans, and then something really weird happens, and my career goes in a completely different direction. <laughs> sure. um, I was doing stand-up with a partner in comedy clubs, and we had created two characters, and we ended up getting a development deal for the characters at Universal. And they wrote a pilot based on the characters, and it wasn't particularly funny. And so the executives at Universal said, well, why don't you guys give them some notes uh, on the characters. So we gave them a whole bunch of notes and they used so many of our notes that the executives at Universal said, well, you guys should get a shared writing credit on the pilot. And we were like, really? And so that was how I got into the Writers Guild was by writing 
getting shared writing credit on that pilot. The pilot ended up not selling. Oh, but man. Gary, my writing partner at the time for working on that pilot, said, well, maybe we should try writing. <laughs> maybe yeah. we should try this. And it was one of those things where you know we had never written anything, literally never written, not even a short play, nothing. And so we literally, there's a store called Samuel French where they sell theater books and formatting. This was at the very early stages of computers. Sure. And people were still using typewriters. So we went and bought a book on format, formatting television scripts. And we sat around for about two weeks and we wrote a spec television script. And about a month and a half later, we had an agent and we were writing. And we, for almost 10 years, we wrote together and we wrote pilots and we wrote uh, screenplays and we wrote uh, episodic television. And we made a, a very nice living uh, kind of uh, writing. And I really didn't have a lot of time to act because when you're working on a couple of times, we got staff jobs on television shows and it's just this grueling schedule where you're there from nine o'clock in the morning till seven o'clock at night sure sometimes six days a week and what happened was he got divorced and i had a son and so we had very different lives right. uh, personal lives and i said i i don't think i can do this you know i can't keep up the schedule because I don't see my wife. I don't see my son. Um, yeah. And so uh, he said, well, I'm going to continue to write. And so it was like we got a divorce. He moved <laughs> back to New York where he had come from. And I stayed in L.A. And uh, the agent who was representing us basically said, well, I took you on as a team and you're not a team anymore. And I, I was pretentious enough to say, and I don't really want to write television anymore. I think I want to write screenplays now. And he was like, well, God bless you and good luck. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> so it was like uh, it was like a big transitionary time in my life and in my career because he and I were not only writing partners, but we were best friends. And so he left and suddenly I had to kind of go, okay, well, I guess I'm I'm not at square one, but I'm pretty close to square one. Sure, sure. I, I haven't acted for a long time, and now I have to kind of go out and try and find a, an agent and have pictures taken. And, and luckily, I, I did have some credits, so I have had a little bit of credibility. But it was, it was tough getting it rolling uh, again. Um, so, yeah, I, it wasn't like I had like a drug problem or I was in prison for 10 years. <laughs> no, I, I, I kind of <laughs> figured there was something to that effect because uh, yeah. there, there's so much work even after. And that it's like that would be a huge blip on anyone's resume. And I almost just glanced over it. I'm like, hey, wait a second. I wonder what happened yeah. here. So that was, uh, and then I'm like, I didn't know if I was going to, you know, you you, I, you write down a hundred questions. I'm like, I don't know if I should ask it, but it was really curious yeah. because yes. I, mean, I was in, I was in prison for 10 years. <laughs> well, then the interview thanks, goes a whole different direction. That, thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> so, so I, I love, I love this too, this, uh, that, you know, there's, there's another project that, and, and I don't want to keep you too long, but there, there's a couple of web series that you were working on, Mr. Kill. Mm -hmm which I watched. Yeah. I loved that. And uh, 
But I, I, there's something about this, uh, the amazing return of Sal and Junior, that I just, I, I just love those two characters. And well, it's because you're a Chicago guy, yeah. So you, you get it. <laughs> I think it's great, and I could totally see. I, I just, uh, I could watch those characters all day. I mean, it's just, oh, well, good, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, that's that, that's the pilot that we uh, that actually got me into writing. Those are the two characters that Gary and I created were Sal and Junior. We, we got the development deal at Universal. Um, they wrote pilots for us. I think we spent probably close to two and a half years um, with rewrites, shooting pilot presentations, signing contractual agreements that then fell through. And, and so now lots of years have gone by and pe- people kept saying, whatever happened to those two characters. <laughs> and so Gary kind of called me out of the, we, we still, we're still friends and we still talk, but we don't talk every day. And then he called me and said, I got a, like a weird idea. Let me run it by you. And he said, what do you think of doing Sal and junior? And I was like, well, we've, we've aged a tad since we, we originally <laughs> did them. And he said, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll rewrite some of the, uh, the premises and, and, um, and I said, well, you know, I don't know, are we going to try to pitch it to television again? And he said, no, let's try experimenting and doing it on YouTube. And so that made the process so much easier and faster. You know, we raised some money, we hired a crew, we shot it. We got a great editor and a composer to put together the music. And um, and from the phone initial phone call to having them basically all eight episodes up on YouTube was probably six months so it all it all went pretty quickly um and yeah it's fun Uh, we had a great time working on the characters we had a great time hanging out together um but the problem is he lives three thousand miles away so we don't get you know he was such a big part of my life for so many years and so it's kind of sad because we don't get to see each other that often. Sure. Um, the joke was I spent more time with him than I did with my wife. <laughs> we were together so much writing or going to meetings or trying to figure out what we were going to work on next. So it's it's been really pleasant getting back and working with him again. Yeah, and I, like I said, I highly recommend it. And I, I think that, oh, that the way that was shot, and, and, and obviously if you're doing pilots, it maybe wasn't meant to be you know five-minute videos or, or what have you, but I think what you guys have done has you've taken those characters and put them you put them in a place where it's like a perfect outlet for that kind of thing you know you can watch it in five minutes when you're at the doctor's office or whatever you're doing <laughs> and i mean it's just a fun it, if you know it's a fun quick laugh you guys can look it up on youtube it's the amazing return of sal and junior and the thing i loved about it is uh at, at least in the first episode there was a lot of throwbacks to when you guys originally did it so like a lot of yeah. like, there's a picture and yeah. then here's us doing the same pose now which i thought was fantastic and we actually were able to get our hands on which was which was a little tricky we actually are able to get our hands on some of the footage that they shot uh 30 years ago um and we were able to cut that into episode number one and episode number two which was which was a lot of fun uh because i quite honestly i haven't looked 
at any, I mean, I haven't seen it in years. So it was very interesting to, to watch it uh, again. And, and it still made me laugh, which was pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. And it's, it's cool because it's not like a goof on, on the old stuff, which I, I thought, I mean, it's just, I thought it was a great place to take those characters. So it's, oh, it's well, it, thank you. I thought, I thought it was awesome. And, and I hope, I hope to see more of them. So that's, uh, that's while we're first. in the process of writing, I just actually, right before I talked to you, I just got off the phone with Gary and uh, he's going to be flying out to LA and we're, uh, we've been kind of outlining ideas and he's going to fly out and we're going to write a uh, season two of the amazing return of sal and jr that's awesome i think technology makes that probably now obviously it's it's harder to get it in front of millions of people but at least you can get the content out there and yeah sometimes youtube is weird where you put it out there and and if you're like me like i try to look at numbers on this this dumb thing that that we do and Sometimes they don't catch on for like, you know, it might be six months or a year and then it just all of a sudden kind of takes off. I'm like, wow, people actually listen to that episode. I didn't think anybody was listening to it, you know? Yeah, I think that's what we're learning is, again, our our experience was television. And with television, you know, they put millions of dollars into launching a project and there's PR people and there's sponsors and there's all this kind of juggernaut that kind of starts down pushing the thing along. And this is kind of interesting because the one thing that everybody keeps telling us is you have to be patient with the Internet. Yeah, that it's it's very rare that you hit the home run ball instantly, that you have to kind of continue to make product, continue to put it up and continue to tell people about it and that eventually you will find an audience for yeah it. you so, hang around long enough that's all it yeah, takes. yeah yeah that's kind of the story of my career is you just <laughs> hang along hang around long enough till everybody who hated you died <laughs> well and 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 that brings me to you know one one more thing i wanted to talk to you about before we sure. talk to you about uzla because I, I i know we want to get you going and uh um you were first of all congratulations on on your work on Barry and, and oh, I know that you. show was just recently nominated for uh, yeah, a few Emmys right I, yeah yeah and and I love that show big fan of that show and actually when when this opportunity came to to have you on I remembered you from that scene in that episode and I thought that was uh-huh. that was a great scene where you played uh, Thomas Friedman who was yeah, an author right? and, yeah. and and it was a, a great exchange you had. Um, in your scene, and, and, and I don't know if people, it's been out for a while, I don't think I'm going to spoil anything, but you're playing a guy that's on a panel, and uh-huh. I thought it was like an, an author or a politician or some sort, but it's like one of those political shows, it was a kind of a right. goof on that. It's, yeah. <laughs> and, and I just thought that exchange was great. Well, the, the thing that was really cool about the, the show was when I went into audition, again, television is different than film, and with film, they'll often let you after the first or second take, they'll say, you know, what do you want to try this time? And they'll let you paraphrase or improvise a little bit. Television, particularly if the producers are the writers of the show, as they are on Barry, they very rarely want you to improvise because that's not cool because you're basically saying you think you're funnier than the writers. So what was interesting about it was when I went into audition for it, they said, uh, when you finish the scene, don't stop keep going we want to see you improvise (laughs) so i was like yeah all right sure fine so we did it and you know i did five minutes afterwards uh and (laughs) and i think that was one of the reasons why i got the gig and so when i showed up the first day to shoot alec 
Berg, who is Bill Hader's partner and the co-creator of the show, was standing about five feet, six feet off camera. And Anthony Kerrigan, who plays Noho Hank, who is I, I'm having the scene with, uh, we do the first take and it goes nicely. It's fine. And then Alec comes over and whispers something to Anthony and director goes, okay, we're ready to do, let's go, action. And well, now Anthony's saying different lines. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, so it was, it, you know, that's why the look on my face and, and one of the reactions is like, what, what? <laughs> you know, what, what, did, what did he just say? And there's a little voice in your head that goes, wait, that's not what he said the last time. Uh, but okay, that's, that's okay. You're still the same character, so just react to him. So that was why they like people who can improvise. And and Anthony Kerrigan, who plays Noho Hank, who also got nominated for an Emmy. Oh, it's phenomenal. Just, he's, yeah, he's he's funny and charming. And, and I mean, it was so nice. Uh, it's always kind of a weird dynamic when you show up on the set and you're not a regular on the show. Uh, you know, should I introduce myself? Should I wait till we start to run through it? Sure. Should I just be quiet and let him introduce himself? And um, so I was standing having a cup of coffee and he came up to me and said, hi, I'm Anthony. It's, it's so nice to meet you. It's going to be great working with you. I know who you are. And it was just like, you know, it makes you feel really, really good. And it also broke the ice. So I was much more comfortable, which was good because when they started to improvise, had I not felt comfortable, with my, I might have gotten thrown. Sure. But it was he was he's really funny in the show uh, i mean it was one of the difficult things was not to laugh because <laughs> he's, he's really funny that uh, that show is i mean it's a, it's it's great and and i i think i remember hearing bill Hader tell a story about how somebody changed the line in one of the takes and and they wound up leaving it in because it did get uh in the background it got uh he was genuinely laughing he wasn't supposed yeah. to be and, and they, they left it in just because it was that funny and yeah, uh, that's that's got to be a fun environment to work at as a as a writer yourself and producer. Uh, do you do you think, wow, maybe maybe I'm, I might do that next time we're casting something we're doing? Did you like that or do you think? Well, what I what I do is, uh, again, kind of my M.O. is um, if I'm directing something, uh, I, I let the actor, you know, take a couple of cracks at it as it's written. And then I say, okay, you know, we're covered. Uh, I got what I wrote, um, and I think it's you did a really nice job. So now, you know, play around with it a little bit. You know, give me something. Uh, sh show me if you think you can come up with something funny or more dramatic or whatever. Just we'll have fun. We'll try. You know, that's the beauty of videotape, unlike film before film was so expensive that you you didn't have usually the money to try multiple takes but with videotape it's like yeah let's 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 shoot a little couple more takes or just leave the camera don't even say cut just say you know that was great uh maybe punch it just a little bit at the end now give me a little button and let's see what the actor comes up with and some some actors are not good at improvising some actors are really good at improvising if they're not good at improvising, you don't want to force them to do it because that makes them very insecure and uncomfortable. I I come from a theater background, and so I'm I like improvising. And also, when I was studying with Strasberg, that was kind of how you approached a role. Sure. Before you even started to read the lines, you would improvise to try and find the character and find what was going on subtextually. So I'm I'm very comfortable improvising, but you got to be careful. Like I said, you can't overstep. Uh, your bounds and kind of improvise uh, before being asked. <laughs> to yeah, improv 
Yeah. Well, I mean, the, there's the famous story of Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator with that line, uh, I'll be back. You know, Arnold said he didn't think the robot would would put that together. I'll, he would probably say, I will yes. be back. And, uh-huh. and they got in a fight. He got in a fight with uh, James Cameron over it. He said, say the line like I wrote it. And, yeah. then, you know, he saw something and obviously he did not want any anything improvised there so yeah i see what you're saying where you got to kind of watch that and and yeah you have to kind of read the room yeah um, it, you know it was clear at barry that it was it was not only fine but they wanted you to, yeah to, to play around a little bit um, sure no that's 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 a fun environment to work in for sure it was if, if you're fun. if you're comfortable uh uh doing yeah, some, it was, <laughs> some improv it was it was great from the very beginning, starting at the wardrobe fitting all the way to, you know, them driving me back to my car. It was just like everything couldn't have been nicer. They were all polite. They were all funny. It was really a pleasure. That's awesome. Well, now let's yeah. talk about uh, the, the, the the upcoming. You go from Barry, a comedic uh, a series, television show, um, and now you're in this horror movie, UZLA. So that's like two polar polar opposite, two two ends of the spectrum. You have a feature that's a horror movie, UZLA. Uh, from what I read, it's about uh, some co-eds at I don't know if they I, I don't know if it's UCLA if they can say that or if it's a a, a take. Yeah, on well, that. they they shot the entire movie at UCLA. So you went back. Was, you got to go back. Yeah, that was that was one of the cool things about it when my agent said uh you know you got the job and i was like oh that's nice and then she said and they're going to be filming at ucla and i was like wow talk about full circle that was it was really kind of nice to come back and actually be a professional actor on the campus where i started and uh it was it was it's really fun it's a kind of a cool hip little script um it's it's kind of a a mashup of zombies and superheroes. Oh, cool! Um, that, yeah, it's uh, I I can't say too much. Right. Dallas King said I couldn't say too much about it, but sure. it, it's it's just kind of uh, it's really fun in that it's not zombies that kind of lumber around. They're they run really fast and they have lots of energy and they almost have superpowers. So it's nice. it's it's yeah it's it's really uh it's it's a and it's and there's a lot of humor in it. That's one of the things. That's what I was going to say when you said, you know, it's this uh, total 180 degree change from Barry. It it really isn't because, like Barry, it's pretty bloody and pretty dark. But there's a lot of humor in in the script. So really? that's what that's what attracted uh, really attracted me was, I quite honestly, I'm not a huge horror movie fan only because I don't. I don't really like to be scared in, in, in by movies. I'm exactly the same way. I can't yeah. stand them, but I don't yeah, like being scared. I, I very rarely, I shouldn't probably say this, but I very rarely go to see horror movies because I don't like to be scared. No. And, but I know a lot of people do. Yeah. So it was really fun. This is like the third horror movie I've, I've been in. And, uh, and it's fun because first people remember them because they are scary. Yeah. And usually you get to be a little over the top and a little campy in them which is kind of fun because uh, I don't get to do that very often. Usually I, I play stuff, play guys who are pretty, it's pretty grounded in reality. So it's nice to be able to expand the reality just a little bit. Sure, sure. And do we know, I, I didn't get any notes on when this was coming out or where. where I, I believe we'll see uh, when last I talked to uh, Dallas King is the director. And when I last spoke to him, he said it, their tentative uh, release date is in uh, late September. Oh, cool. So, yeah, right coming on. out pretty pretty soon. 
Perfect. Perfect. Well, we'll definitely look out for the links on that and stuff and we'll share those. It's called UZLA and you can see our friend Sam playing uh, Professor Marks. That's right. Um, which uh, which will be pretty cool, and uh, I know Sean Christian's in it. He did uh, he did yes. a little he did a little bit in uh, Chicago for a while too. So he's another Chicago. He's a, he, a really really nice guy too. I mean, it's always uh, he's a very good actor. So it's always good when you show up for a job and the person you're working opposite is really good. But it's kind of like a, a real treat when they're not only good but really nice. And he could not have been more accessible could not have been nicer and it was kind of like you know like i said you show up and you shake hands and okay i'm your boss and i hate you so let's let's go (laughs) and so he was nice enough to say while we're eating you know what do you want to try let's you know let's play around in the next scene what do you want to do and uh if i try this are you okay with that and i was like hey you know let's run with it And, and and that's really nice when you when you find another actor who first is considerate enough to talk to you about stuff and and doesn't just spring it on you, but also gives you the feeling that they take their job seriously and they actually want to do a good job. They're not just there to collect a paycheck and go home. And he was really cool. I I liked him. Uh, I liked him a lot. That's that that's coming coming from a guy with your background. That's that's a huge compliment. And I'm, I'm sure Sean would, would, would greatly appreciate that, Sam. Um, so let's make sure we get the website out there again, samingrafia.com. We'll make sure we put it out there. You can right on the homepage there. It's got the links to his Twitter, Instagram, uh, any anywhere you want to find him, IMDb. Um, but on Twitter and Instagram, very simple, samingrafia.com. Um, and make sure you look up, um, he's got a YouTube page as well. I did notice that uh, the return of Sal and Junior, you can just look that up on its own on youtube it'll come right up and uh it's i'm telling you it's worth a laugh and uh watch that and look out for season two um sam is there anything else that we can talk about before uh we cut you loose well i i have a commercial coming out i just shot a commercial uh last week for domino's pizza all right i play i play a crazy italian barber (laughs) <laughs> so that was uh, that was uh, that was fun. Uh, yeah, I think you I think you did a lovely job of plugging everything that I have going here. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, no, it's been it's been great chatting with you, and uh, good luck with the show, and congratulations. Yeah, and we appreciate you uh, taking time out of your day to talk to us, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll definitely stay in touch, and uh, yes. we'll be sure to share everything you got going on. So thanks again, Sam, and uh, go eat something, will you? <laughs> okay, thank you very much. <laughs> All right, nice th- talk. Yep. Bye. Bye. All right, there you go, Sam and Graffia, very cool guy, fun to talk to, and uh, yeah, make sure you check out UZLA. Keep your eyes out. We'll make sure to share the links on that. Um, but yeah, he's uh, a lot of fun, and uh, it's always cool to see somebody with some Chicago ties. Uh, don't forget about our friends at Stellar West Official on Instagram. That's the music you heard at the top of the show. Follow them and uh, check out their website for upcoming shows and all that fun stuff so yeah and uh maybe we'll see you at Lollapalooza or raya fest look out for the bill and dave's excellent hand fans so keep cool with uh some free merch uh we weren't allowed in Lollapalooza to do any media work so maybe catch us on the streets and uh we'll just hand them hand them to you or hand you a stack to give to your friends whatever uh we'll catch you next time Thank you for listening. Please be sure to subscribe and rate us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bill and Dave Show or Facebook.com forward slash The Bill and Dave Show.